WWE Hall of Fame here, Bushwhacker Lou, and I'm on WPOV, so you better be listening. See ya. Whoa! Wrestling POV podcast is not suitable for children. Parental guidance is advised. Wow. Wow. Is it the end of The Undertaker? Wow, ladies and gentlemen, Survivor Series just ended. I am your host, Rick Serrano Third, and I'm here at WPOV Aftermath. And here with me are my guests from Wrestling POV Global, the gentleman, Elio Canella. Elio? Yes, sir. Great to be here. And the legend, not to be confused with the undertaker the legend tj logan yo how's it going rick whoa well i'll tell you right now you know andy anderson said it in one word to end that show and that was goosebumps was to end that show goosebumps and tears i had a, I had some moisture near my eyes at least it was your eyes yes <laughs> um yes it was one of those things where you were hope, you know, all the crap we give Undertaker for the last what five, six, seven years. Mm-hmm. I wanted one more match. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. The, the the little kid in me was screaming, "One more match! What, please, please!" And then you thought, somebody. then you thought of Saudi Arabia, and you were like, "Yeah." Maybe I, 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 I seriously thought something was gonna happen at the, at the end there. Oh man! Right. Uh, Elio, I'm kind of like, glad it didn't though. Okay, I was gonna ask you, were you wanting one more? All right, you glad it no, didn't no, happen? No, no, I'm glad it didn't happen. Yeah. All right, thirty years in the making. Thirty years, it's happened. Um, we'll get into more of that uh, as we go on with the show. But let's open up with our pre-show uh, battle royal between Raw and SmackDown stars. Um, let me just tell you this right now: Why is WWE so disrespectful to John Morrison? I mean, to be eliminated first and by Dominic Mysterio. Oh, that was, come on. Like, what What are you thinking with John Morrison? And this is not the only time. John Morrison was also eliminated by Brock Lesnar in seconds in the Royal Rumble. And it's just like, what are we doing with John Morrison? And, and wouldn't you think, and, I, and I'm going to spoil it for you guys, wouldn't you think, that if you have the Miz win this thing, you would have John Morrison more in the match. It just didn't make sense to me. What about you guys? What were you, what was your thought, Tom, on this whole battle royal? You're muted, Tom. Uh, Sorry. There you go. Just doing some last minute cleaning the old keyboard here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about John Morrison for a second here. Muted yourself again. This guy, Tom, he's new it's to a, computers, it's a guys. It's a, yeah, yeah. I mean, no, so, okay. Anyhow, let's let's talk about John Morrison here for a sec. And it's the typical WWE bullshit, okay? Because he was the TNA world champion, uh, he's going to have to, like, in Vince's eyes, go through years 
to get the stink of a different company off him before he'll give this guy any kind of credible look at anything. Watch, it's going to be at least another year or two before they let this guy even look like half of the wrestler he is. And that happens to every single person who makes it big in another company and then comes over to WWE. Yeah, it it was just god-awful. And you know what? There were some other god-awful things in this match. Uh, Dolph Ziggler wearing a hat for most of that match. Why is he wearing these hats? I mean, we put him in the book for a reason. And at one point, he was holding the hat on his head so that the guy wouldn't take it off. And it was just like, Dolph, take the freaking hat off. Um, Speaking of putting a hat on, Angel Garza cut his hair. He cut the hair. He cut the love locks. That just doesn't make sense to me. You want this Lothario. You want this Casanova character. And you got him now looking generic. He looks like El Generico now. Um, I was not, I'm not feeling that at all. Um, overall, though, we had the Miz win. Um, I could, man, Chad Gable so, could have won. So, I'm so glad Dominic Mysterio didn't win. When, oh. when, when they yeah. said, when, I saw that he may have been the last one in the ring and he was out to win. I'm like, no, no, no. Something's going to happen. Where's the yeah, Miz? For sure. Yeah. I mean, but were you excited that the Miz actually won? I don't really care about this match. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it meant nothing to Elio. Yeah, it meant nothing to me. Overall rating for this match, I gave it a 1.5. I was just not feeling it. Elio, did you give it a grade? I gave it a 1. 1. Wow. Yeah. Uh, TJ, if you have to rate this match between a one and a five, what are you giving it? I'm going to be honest. I came in and just missed this match because I was behind finding streams. Oh, so, well. So you're better than us. You're better so, than us. So I'll give it a, <laughs> I'll give it a yay. I didn't get to watch it because it sounded yes. like terrible. <laughs> it was and terrible. I would, if I saw the lineup going in, I would have told you guys Miz just because it's just stupid. They, they have Miz popping around for all these dumb reasons with suitcases and junk. It's just another dumb. Well, they, they, they just uh, put it as to be announced uh, for the participants. They didn't mention any specific names. No, no, but I'm saying if they did, yeah. Uh, yeah, I would tell you that. For sure. I mean, if you look at it, there was one good moment, I would say, in this match for me. It was Kalisto and Rey Mysterio going at it yeah. and Kalisto getting the upper hand, which I was just like, okay, a passing of the mask, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, hopefully. <laughs> Rick, can I ask you guys then, if if you guys, who would you have picked with the people who are in this match? Who should have been the winner? I honestly think Chad Gable should have won this matchup. This Shorty is, G? Okay. Yeah. Well, no, he's Chad Gable again, so he, yeah, he's, Chad he, Gable. he's looking he, like... He's going to have that stink for a while of Shorty <laughs> G, but yes, okay. No, I definitely would have won with him. Okay. Elio, Elio? who would have gone with him? Uh, yeah, I would have uh, gone with Chad Gable. And, yeah, they they really messed this guy up when they renamed him Shorty G. That was terrible. Yeah, I'm so glad that uh, he's. I'm so glad to they back to Chad Gable. If they'd yeah. only known there was a Shorty E that was doing podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> if only. Um, you know what? This this You're happened not wrong. on the five two. <laughs> the, there was a. There was a little moment here in the pre-show where uh, Baron Corbin and Kevin Owens was talking and uh, Corbin was just like, you got to follow my lead. And Kevin Owens was like, oh, let me think about it. Uh, No. Um, (laughs) But after that, there was a moment where Billy Kay came in with her resume again. I think this whole thing is gold, but they need to do something with her. 
Mm-hmm. Billy Kay needs to be a star in some shape or form. You need to put her out there. I don't know where she fits in on the SmackDown roster, but you got to find a way. I mean, are, I love are, these are they, are they looking at? Are they looking at transitioning her to like a manager role as I'm well feeling, as a wrestler? You know what, I, Elio, that's a good point. They may be looking towards giving her a managerial role. I think that would be a waste. Uh, I think for sure. Be a waste. I mean, she's sure. not the greatest wrestler, but she's incredibly pretty, and she really plays the comedy very well. Yeah, she very is. Well. She is entertaining. Yes. All right, let's get into the opening match of the main card. We have the men's Raw Smack Raw team versus the SmackDown men's team. Guys, uh, aside from Keith Lee getting a new song, I wasn't shocked by this. Um, I think we all picked Team Raw. Okay, to win so this. yeah, so I have the table in front of us with all our uh, predictions. Read all them right, off. There you go. Who who all got right. this one correct? All right. So. Rig picked Team Raw, I picked Team Raw, and TJ went with, who the fuck cares? <laughs> well, there you go. Because, <laughs> honestly, this match basically showed who the fuck cares. Because you had the disrespect to have Team Raw, who was so dysfunctional, win 5 nothing. Mm-hmm. 5 I, mean, I, I, I was like, I was surprised they actually got along in this match. Somewhat. I mean, yeah, they better than Team SmackDown because obviously SmackDown couldn't get it together. I will say this, though. There were two moments that stuck out to me. Number okay. one was Kevin Owens attacking Matt Riddle's feet. That is a very <laughs> old-school technique yeah, that wow. I really much appreciated. And we mentioned this and on I, our upcoming episode of WPOB Quarantine on Tuesday of holds and, and finishes, and Kevin Owens' name got brought up a couple of times, and this is why. And I have to say this. Matt Riddle deserves it. That's what you get for not wearing boots in the ring. There you I go. agree. Okay. You and go. what was your second thing, Rick? And my second thing here is Seth, Seth Rollins' sacrifice, yeah. trying to make himself into this martyr. It was oh, just like, it. okay, something. But <laughs> I thought something would come from it. I thought a bigger beatdown because the rumor about it is, oh, this is Seth's last run before he has a baby, blah, 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 blah. But that can't be it, right? Like, there has to be something more devastating that happens to him, right? Uh, I hope or, so. <laughs> I hope so. Um, I mean, they, the, this can't be the way they write him off TV. Something's no. going to happen on Friday. All right, maybe. There has to be something that happens on Friday where he says, you know what, guys? You don't deserve me. Something. Something that mm-hmm. makes him leave. Or have a TLC match. The baby is due. In January, I think, December, late December and January, TLC is December 20th. That's kind of close. Wow. So is that a we'll see. <laughs> no, sorry. I'm not going to TLC. <laughs> uh, but we will see what happens. Um, anything else that stuck out to you guys during this match? Uh, I got something. Um, you know me. If I see something sort of atrocious happen that just throws me out, and I just kind of go, Especially when it's like on the main stage of a, of like a big company, you know, like this is an indie where you expect stuff that's stupid to happen. But when you see little dumb things, for me, the one thing that just like blew me away involved Otis and um, Braun. Okay, oh. and there was a movement where he threw Otis into the ropes, mm-hmm. ran back into the ropes, and Otis moved so fucking slow that Braun actually stopped in the middle of the ring, let him catch up, and then ran into him. Jesus. 
that's how slow Otis was. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. John's well, not I mean, even a big fast guy. Like <laughs> true. But then there was now that you mentioned Otis, there was also the Otis and Keith Lee. That literally no. went nowhere. No. It was supposed to be like, oh my God, look at these behemoths going. Yeah, they the and, and, were playing it up like it was something big. And yeah. nothing happened. Nothing big happened either. But let's uh, face it, without his personality, well, even with his personality, let's face it, man. Otis is just a normal size fat guy he's just a normal yeah. size guy who's overly fat and that's yep. never worked out in wrestling it that's just never true. has <laughs> i mean but but tom let me ask you this does yeah. this help you with keith lee and your vote for keith lee versus uh uh lance archer does that help um, you with that because <laughs> this was like a no-show yeah you know, yeah it was a no-show um still doesn't move the needle because what has lance archer done the last couple that's weeks? true that's sit true. in the audience so but this is one of those moments where it's like what have you done keith lee other than yeah. come up with a new song every two weeks it's like <laughs> what have you done um overall i gave this match a two and that was being generous in my opinion um elio what would you give this match yeah i, get, I went with a two on this one Wow. Uh, I'd say a 1.5 for me. It just, it really, it was as low and as bad as I expected it to be. Yeah. I mean, but 5 5-0? 5-0? Like, I did not see that coming. That just, that just shows you the respect that SmackDown gets. Oh, my God. Um, and, and you got to remember, like, I'm sorry, guys, but there used to be a time Survivor Series meant something. Yeah. Yeah teams who had a legitimate gripe but here you've got guys on different brands which would be cool if we just didn't have a draft a while ago and half the guys were on this other side anyways so how are you supposed to and, and there's no like win what did they win yeah oh another blue t-shirt like i mean it's it's just ridiculous and i don't think you should keep building this up if there isn't a reason a real legit reason why these guys are fighting yeah no and i'm with you on that and and i would say that I agree. Like you shouldn't have these kind of matches back in the day. Survivor series actually meant something where you had guys that had serious beef with each other. And this was just not it. I feel like they've had better builds though, to the Rover SmackDown brands before. I just felt like this year was just like, they just said, go out there. We just, we had a draft, but let's, you guys are going to represent these brands to the fullest. You're going to die for these brands. And it was just like, no, well, you know what? The biggest thing that came out of this, the most important thing, is that Seth Rollins is a genius. No, no, <laughs> listen to me here. Okay, go ahead. He's a genius because he gets paid no matter how long he's in this stupid match. So he just went out, took a kick, and was gone for the night. That's true. What a brilliant guy. That is true. I mean, yeah, I wish I could get kicked in the face and never see you guys again. No, I'm only playing. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Give us a few bucks and we'll make that happen. <laughs> Hell, we'll do it oh, ourselves. <laughs> All right, uh, next up, we had the much-anticipated, I mean, you hear the sarcasm? The yeah, much-anticipated sure. Street Profits versus the New Day? Um, guys, I would tell you this. Even though I was being sarcastic, a lot of people were looking forward to this match. This is going to be match of the night. This is going to run away with it. This could be a match of the year contender. It wasn't. Oh, my brother. No, it wasn't. It was not. Now, just to... Fill you guys in on this. The New Day was wearing their uh, 
from the video game uh, from PlayStation. Gears. Gears of War. War. Yes, yeah. Gears of War. They're now going to be in the game as characters, downloadable characters. So uh, that's oh, the I... gear they were wearing. Which looked kind of cool when they showed you the little package. It was kind of fun watching them yeah. in their video game stuff doing whatever. And then they yeah. came out and then they came out dressed in the They came gear. up wearing it, which was not so cool. <laughs> and then they ruined it. Um, but yeah, this match definitely didn't do it for me. Um, before we go into our details of the match, Elio, what was the, the guesses? So for this match, Rick, you went with New Day. I went with Street Profits and uh, TJ also went with the New Day. Oh, man. Yeah, well, Elio, you got that right. So, Elio, I want you to discuss this match a little bit since mm-hmm. you won, since you knew what was going to happen. So, um, Leo, mine kept glitching uh, out at certain spot so i had to keep refreshing but for uh, what i did see i didn't enjoy this match i thought maybe with the some of the moves and like the minute hour finisher or off the top of what they did but uh for me it didn't really do much i didn't enjoy it so i gave this one a one a one wow you know what i was a little kinder than you elio i gave this match a 2.5 i thought it was an average match um i wasn't as disappointed as I thought I, I would be, this should have been a 3.5, maybe even a four match. Um, I did love the blockbuster ending at the end, the super blockbuster. I thought that was pretty cool. It was different. Um, the New Day losing, another shocking thing. I didn't think New Day was going to lose. I didn't think Street Profits were going to win. But the biggest disappointment was Big E. Where was mm-hmm. he? You know, there was no participation from Big E. He just bounced and... Uh, I was not feeling that at all. Uh, TJ, what are your thoughts on this match? I have never been the biggest of New Day fans, but I cannot stand the Street Profits. And as they were in the ring and they're facing each other, it occurred to me why my dislike for these guys, okay? Uh, On one hand, New Day is a bunch of okay wrestlers who can be they act too goofy and but the thing is they're out there hamming it up they know they're hamming it up and they're having a fun time at the expense of everyone else okay fine the street profits are like two guys who like let's be a gimmick today let's pretend you're this and i'll pretend i'm that and that's all that comes out of them is that they're the two biggest you know but you know behind the scenes they're like two little no birds walking around going oh what should we do tonight maybe a drop kick i don't know let's do a thing okay don't forget to grab your cup so you look real cool when you come to the ring okay i got my two headbands let's go you know like (laughs) you know for for that impression i i would give this bachelor too (laughs) (laughs) now right off the bat right in like maybe two moves in the thing montez ford did you see him on his knees scuttling like a little worm across the thing acting like such an idiot you just want to slap the freaking taste out of his mouth they're just they're just such poser wannabes yeah he's athletic but man if you make people so disgusted and hated at you by your ridiculousness is it so great you can jump over everybody Oh wow! Uh, so yeah, uh, this match, I I would get. I, I was looking at my ratings. I gave it a two. Okay. I was leaning towards two point five, but like I said, Montez Ford, he's even worse than the other guy, who's pretty atrocious to begin with. It's like Angel no personality yeah. with a couple laughs. Yeah. But this guy is so over the thing. It's just like, ugh, he's every snotty kid you ever went to school with who had a, you know, who had no, something. I- 
I definitely see it. I definitely see that. Yes, I understand that fully, especially growing up in Brooklyn. We definitely had a bunch of those. Um, with that being said, let's move on to our next matchup. We have U.S. champion Bobby Lashley going one-on-one against the Intercontinental champion Sami Zayn. Um, in this match, we had uh, Bobby Lashley going over on Sami Zayn. Uh, towards the end of the match, Sami Zayn tried to leave, and he seemed to accidentally trip over MVP. Uh, Sami Zayn wanted disqualification, didn't happen. Lashley put in the full Nelson, and Sami Zayn tapped out. TJ, uh, we- we'll go to you for – oh, oh Elio, what were the picks? Predictions? Yeah, we, we, we all picked Sami Zayn on this one. Whoa, what <laughs> losers. TJ, um, <laughs> I'm going to go to you first on sure. this one. What were your thoughts on this matchup? Well, uh, I get that Sami Zayn is the chicken shit uh, bad guy. Yeah. And I get that, uh, uh, you know, Lashley's this giant monster with a gang, right? But uh, it just was, it wasn't really a match. It was just yeah. like, how much can we pull back Sammy from running away? Yep. And so that really annoyed me that even as a chicken shit heel, he should have at least taken a few cheap shots or tried something, but his whole shtick was trying to get disqualified or run away and not even effectively. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to give this a 1.5. Yeah. uh, Elio, what do you got here? Yeah. I wanted to, uh, I wanted to like this match, uh, but just didn't really do it for me. I I gave this one a 1.5 as well. I too or I three gave it a 1.5. I was totally disappointed in this. I thought Sami Zayn would at least get a halluva kick or something mm-hmm. in on Bobby Lashley. Um, didn't happen. The the whole MVP thing. I listen. Is the hurt business faces or are they heels? What what's happening? Like like I don't understand. It's like well, when when they're facing retribution, their faces. Uh, other t- the rest of the time they're heels. I don't get it. I, I just don't understand it at all. All right, let's jump into our next match. We have Sasha Banks going one-on-one with Asuka, both champions of their brands. Um, You know what? I'll start this one off, guys. Totally disappointed in this match. Uh, You know what? I'm glad Asuka lost because I'm sick of Asuka defeating everybody. Sasha Banks needed this win. This was a big win for her. But again, it was like roll-up pin win like all these roll-up pin attempts that i didn't like you cannot give sasha a, a clean victory over oscar like this is what we're doing to protect oscar where was this protection for oscar when charlotte flair tapped her out with no mm. leg moves to her leg in wrestlemania where yeah. was this protection when becky lynch tapped her out where was this protection why couldn't sasha tap her out why couldn't sasha defeat her clean why was it a roll-up pin attempt to roll up pin attempt? I'm just so sick and tired of the disappointment that they keep they keep disappointing me with Sasha Banks and Bailey. Finally, they gave Bailey a good push, and now Sasha's finally getting on a roll, but you couldn't give me the good roll. You had to give me like a hard day-old piece of bread and said, enjoy this roll. Because this was not it, guys. I'm sorry. I gave this a 1.5. Disgusted. Did not like this. Elio, what are your thoughts on this match? Um, for me, uh, this one, I enjoyed this a little more. I went with the, just the, with the three on this one. I, just wow. I enjoyed it more than like the other matches we've gone over so far. So, But, uh, yeah, that's all I got for this one. All right, whoa, 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 Elio, I'm going to push you a little bit more on this because I just went on our tirade, and I went half. The score that you gave. So 
I, what I was just, it about? Uh, it? I, I just uh, like the 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 false finishes. Okay. Throughout the matches. Yeah. All right. So all right. So you you're one of those guys that prefer that that can can contend with false finishes, and I and I can appreciate yeah. that. But for me, it was just. That's not how you finish this match. Not with a champion versus champion. No, right? I, 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 thought, I thought we were going to get. The, did we get the? Did she get the bank statement or just? No, no, was, yeah. Well, she got it broken off twice. She, yeah. she it on and No, I'm saying that's how that. That's the, what she used uh, to win, right? No, no she won by roll up. Yeah, no. Okay, that that's what I meant. Yeah, if she used bank statement, it would have been better. I just don't. I don't like the roll up. The finisher was weak. Okay. Um, All right, bro. but no, but that I, yeah. I'm fine with that. If like if that's what you got, then uh, TJ, what do you got? I mean, be, before um, sorry, before we go on, uh, yeah. we all picked Oscar. <laughs> we all picked Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> we are having a <laughs> shitty night. <on> the, <laughs> oh, <laughs> points man. games. We um, bad. Okay. Uh, I you know what? I'm going to go with Elio on this one. <clears throat> Excuse me. I gave this one a three. Okay. And I'll explain why for myself is. Um, I, I, I still, I really enjoy Asuka. I, I really enjoy her winning. I really enjoy the way she wrestles. Um, she's a bit different. She looks very different. Um, and I enjoy this match. And I'm going to say this. I know you might not agree with this, Rick, but um, I grew up in, uh, you know, watching wrestling in the 80s. And it was when, like, territories where champions came in against champions, okay? You got to see, like, Ric Flair against Rick Martel or something like yeah. that, right? And the thing was, you knew if you had any brains in your head that there no belt was ever going to, like, go to, like, you know, it was always belt against belt. So you knew there had to be a way to come out of it where both champions didn't look Still bad. looked good, yeah. And the best way to do that is if you were going to make one of them win, it was the surprise roll-up. Because then you didn't actually walk away saying, oh, man, Asuka, like, lost bad here, man, you know? Instead, yeah. it was like, oh, she got it like that. Well, Asuka could have got it like that. These are two even champions. that just one of them just got the smidgen in. And that's what I, I liked about this. I mean, how many times did we see them put on each other's, like, put on their own finishers? Yeah. And to have them broken by the other. That yeah. was good. Now, I've... Um, I didn't like the ending of the match for myself because as much as you don't like Asuka, I've been over Sasha Banks for like years. So yeah. sick of her. That uh, for me, I, it was a disappointment for me to have her win over Asuka, who I still clearly enjoy as a wrestler. So I did think there was a lot of cool stuff in here. I liked them both breaking each other's moves. Um, I liked that Sasha was a little more... I'm not sure what the word. She wasn't so plotting tonight. Usually, a lot of times she's just sort of plotting around and then doing her stuff. Here, she seemed a lot crisper, a lot faster, and uh, I appreciated that. Uh, but like I said, in the end, I give it a three. Okay. It's what I expect from uh, a way to at least have one of them win, while at the same time making them both look strong. Yeah, and I can see your POV on that. I, I, I guess I, what I would say is maybe less false finishes with the mm -hmm. roll-ups, maybe less uh, roll-up pins then. You know, it, it, maybe it was one quick one or maybe it was during a chain of roll-up pins that we ended instead of having it roll-up, 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 wait. Well, think, think of it this way. Yeah. How many how many matches, how many other matches between champions did this end like that? That's true. None. So That's if true. it does, just if it's only one during the night, yep. then it's, then it's kind of cool. That makes it something unique. No, yeah, I agree with you. All right. Uh, next up, we had a backstage segment earlier. 
earlier on in the show, the pre-show, the gobbledygooker won the 24-7 title after turning 30 years old. Just just stop. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, listen, guys, we have to represent the gobbledygooker. It's 30 years old. No, 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 I'm talking. No, I didn't mind the Goblin Gooker. I'm just trying. I just meant the the whole twenty four seven champion. Yeah, I know where that's going. I'm just. Uh, yeah, it's going over into it. the bird seed for the Goblin Gooker. Uh, <laughs> Tazawa tried to get him with the bird seed. He won it, and then our truth took it back for the forty fifth time. Forty fifth time. Forty fifth time champion. Um, ridiculous. <laughs> Not even gonna rate that one. Um, we're gonna go into the women's match. We got Raw versus Team SmackDown. Um, what was our guesses on this one? Okay, so Ricky went with Team Raw. I went with Team SmackDown. TJ went with Who the Fuck Cares. That makes sense. <laughs> um, you know what? I'm gonna say this. Uh, I am so angry that I was correct about my pick on this one, um, <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Um. Peyton Royce eliminated Bailey, which I thought was huge. The yep. hugest of hugestness. Um, mm-hmm. That was insane. Like, that was great for Peyton because now Peyton can es- establish herself as, you know what, I got rid of that team captain. Mm-hmm. Um, but they blew the biggest chance to turn Bianca Belair into a superstar. And I'll tell you why. When you have three people left, the tag team champions, Lana, then Bianca Belair, Bianca Belair eliminates uh, uh, Shayna Baszler by DQ, which was stupid. I don't think that's yeah, that was happen. that was dumb because uh, Shayna had the uh, um, she had the hold, but she did she didn't break yeah. the hold after the no she, she had the hold on and uh, Bianca uh, passed out and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Shayna still gets disqualified. Yeah, mm-hmm. but but Elio, the thing that bothers me most about this is. Bianca should have just tore her head off her shoulders. You know, even if you have Bianca set up to lose, have her go out swinging, not passing out and landing yep. on the ropes. Yep. And then you have her with Nia Jax. I said it in our in our group chat to Andy. I said, yo, is there a chance we see a gorilla press slam? I was waiting, <laughs> for, I was waiting for that when Nia tagged in. Or something. And nothing happened. They went outside. We were like, okay, Nia's going to get counted out. But I did not see that Nia Jax and Bianca Belair were both going to get counted out and Lana was going to be the sole survivor. That was stupid. The sole survivor for doing nothing but standing there the whole match. Nothing but standing on the steps. And for those of you that didn't watch and you're listening for the first time, she was ordered to stand on the steps and not move. So Lana did not move the entire match. And basically the final three people was Bianca, Lana, and... Uh, Nia Jax. Nia Jax got thrown over the barricade by Bianca Belair, and Bianca couldn't make it back in time for the 10 count. Absolutely dreadful of a match. I gave this match, ready for this, a .5. Disgusted. The match itself was disgusting. Natalia was so sloppy in this match. I don't know what's going on with her as of late. Oh, uh, that whole leg thing? Octop- oh, yeah. my God. She went for bad. like uh, I forget. It looked like a gory special, wasn't it? Yeah, the gory special. That's what she went for. But she went for it in a a unique way, but it just didn't happen. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I mean, it's a fancy way of saying wrong. Um, 
and it just fell apart. And then she just put the sharpshooter on. And even the way she put the sharpshooter on Dude. was terrible. Peyton Royce was also terrible with her a single leg lock. She couldn't even sit down right. She couldn't even set it up right. It was just terrible. Elio, what was your thoughts on this atrocious atrocity of a match? Okay, I went, I went to back and forth on this one because at the start when I was watching this match, I was ready to give it a point five. Then they saw that what they were doing with Bianca, and I thought, okay, they're gonna they're gonna make her look good. Like I thought, like she they were gonna present her the whole presentation was going to be good and I was going to move it up. But then that ending totally took me out. So I went back to my initial uh, score of one. All right. All right. I, I'm with you on that. TJ. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Well, you know what? I think you guys are, I'm not sure if you're too overly emotionally invested in some of this, but you've missed a few points. Okay. You've missed a few points about this match. Oh, no. Okay. One, uh, it was obviously, this is what, when I said, who the fuck cares? Well, that proves with the ending with the stupid non-ending with Lana after her whole story standing there and she wins, okay? But, uh, Rick, I think you're a little off in one thing. I think Bianca really actually got the rub here tonight because, sure, she didn't win the match. I mean, wins and losses in wrestling really don't matter. Oh, yeah, for a belt. I agree. But they showcased her. They showed her super strong to that. Yeah, it was kind of weird that um, she uh, was fell into the ropes and passed out and still got the disqualification. But that's strictly playing up the rules. You know, Shayna was in the ropes. She refused. She The referee made the count. She yep. refused to break it. She loses, right? And um, I thought... Well, it really just after that, it showed like that she could go through this. Because I'll tell you guys, I've never been the biggest uh, Bianca Belair fan. Uh, that, that whole, the hair thing is what just throw, I hate the most. The whipping her hair and junk is just ridiculous. But I gained so much respect for her because she really, uh, she goes through this. She weathers herself through, pulls almost a, almost a stone cold, man. You know, she, yeah. she didn't give up. But then she got up and she went at it with uh, Naya. And yeah, she went through... Uh, some stuff out on the outside, but did you notice she kept getting up? And at the end, she was the one trying to crawl back into the ring before the 10 count. I think this really made her some stock rise. Okay. okay. Uh, the one thing I did, I think who really did not look good coming out of this was Nia Jax. Yeah. I mean, it told you one thing, what every wrestler now has to write down is all you got to do is kick Nia Jax in the knee. Oh, she's a big monster, but obviously she's too fat to stand on her knees because every time somebody kicked her in the knee, she went down and that was it. Yeah. That's well, not good. The thing, <laughs> that's not well, protection. The thing is with the knee is because she had the double knee surgery. So I guess that's yeah, why. But I mean, everybody, that tiny yeah. little, uh, and the riot squad, oh my goodness, they did not uh, no. come off looking so great. But no. I, I got to admit, uh, as poor as... Um, What's the littler one called again? Liv Morgan? Liv no, Morgan. the other one. Ruby, Ruby, Ruby Riot. Ruby Riot looks so ineffectual in this match. Like she did nothing. And yet Liv Morgan, when she got eliminated by Baszler, Morgan came back with like a, uh, an attitude. She was like, even the other girls in the back were like, oh, you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, I enjoyed that out of Liv Morgan. It, it, in my eyes, it raised her up a little bit too. Made Ruby Riot look a little weak. Uh, Shayna Baszler looked really good as usual. Well, they protected um, the champs for sure. Yeah, but I, I did think it really did make uh, 
it did make Naya look poor. Every single person kicked her in the knee and she went down. Yeah. She took everything else but one bump to the knee. And some of them weren't even nice looking bumps. They were just like pretty sad looking bumps. Oh, Boom, yeah. she was yeah. down. Um, the only props I'll give to uh, Peyton Royce, okay? Um, I'm severe, and I, I think we should probably go look back on the replay. And I'm questioning if the reason that she took the pin over Bailey is it Bailey? I look like to me she came down very hard off that uh, off the top rope move. Yeah, I think she might have been hurt, and it might have been just a verbal to like get her out of there now. So yeah. pin her, and we'll tell if they bury this whole thing and don't even mention Peyton Royce uh, doing this. We'll know that it was just a fluke thing that happened. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I did see that Bailey took a bad bump on the suplex. Yeah, I didn't think. Uh, about it until you just mentioned it. So that's probably a valid point in why they got rid of Bailey. But also they've been rumoring to push Peyton to the moon. So maybe maybe as a little bit of both. They were like, all right, let's just let's go to that finish now. Like Bailey's now, elimination. As much as you gave her crap about holding on to uh the single leg crab. Yeah. She set that up beautifully like a young lion out of new japan with that roll in and pull up looked beautiful yes yes it's too bad um, she couldn't finish the export yeah, she could. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give her a, a nice try award yeah um, nice try our main event or i as i should say our lame event uh elio roman reigns and drew mcintyre who did we pick for this i think we all picked roman all right, right? yeah we all went with roman uh no actually you and i went with roman reigns and tj went with drew mcintyre poor poor tj how could you think that um <laughs> the, this is the tribal chief we're yeah. talking about um <laughs> this, should elio... good, this should have been a good match a great match it just wasn't like i was sitting there watching this and i was Kind of, there were times during the match I was just bored. Yeah, I was just sitting there and I'm just like, when am I going to get excited for this match? You know, when is The Fiend, when is Miz going to come out? When is something going to happen to excite me for this match? And nothing, nothing, nothing happened in this match. Andy Anderson totally disagreed and I wish he was here to tell me why he disagrees with me. Because this was an atrocity. It was it was as an eight, as a nine, as a 10, as an 11. It was terrible. It was churlish and it belongs in the churlet. It's preposterous. It's ridiculous. It was a bad match. Overall, gave this a one. I don't care what anybody says. There is no man on planet Earth or on God's green Earth, as The Rock would say that would change my mind on this match. This match was so bad. This was Roman's worst match since coming back as a tribal chief. This was Drew McIntyre's worst defense since he got the title in WrestleMania. Out of all of his opponents, even and that includes Dolph Ziggler, this was his <laughs> worst match. I am sorry. A one. A one. TJ. No, no. Go with Elio first. Let me finish. Elio, go ahead. Okay, I'm going to... I was gonna. I was gonna be a little. I was a little more generous. I, just, I gave it a two because I thought at least uh, the Usos' uh, interference yeah. might have helped, but it didn't do anything. But I, st- I still went with a two on this one, it, even though the smash was just terrible. All right, uh, TJ. Alrighty, uh, I give this match a four. Explain why. <laughs> All right, you. I'm gonna explain why. TJ, explain why. I'm. I'm listening. Okay, so I took this once again as that feeling of 
this is what this is, sort of a night of champions, champion versus champion. Nobody's going to win the belt. It's all for pride and honor. Okay. It started off as a slow and there was a continuous build here. You had the overwhelming bad guy who was doing everything to keep down our, our face. You know, you had Drew McIntyre as the guy who's slowly, slowly building steam, building steam, trying to work the things. Uh, he went for his Claymore. He went for all these kind of things. Uh, there was a brilliant sequence in there where um, Roman ran in for the spear. And I mean, the spear kills everybody. And boom, he gets kicked in the face with a Claymore. I thought that alone was spectacular. Okay. To, to me, it just, it started off as like, uh, let's face it, they're not at each other's throats. They're on different brands. There's no real hatred here. Yeah, they've talked a bit of shit about each other, but not really. There's no real super hatred. So what you have is two guys who are going in with the idea of like, I'm the freaking champion of my brand. I have to represent, you know? You had, uh, you had uh, of course, uh, Roman is going to try and want to be the, the jerk who's going to dominate everything and try to put somebody away early. But Drew went in slow and he built and built. And you could see his confidence getting stronger. You could see his moves getting tighter. Even at the end, he gets thrown through the table twice. I mean, the first time, you know, was even more painful. He bounced off the down table. Yep. Second time he goes through, goes through the, the wall, yet he keeps getting up and trying to fight. To me, it just showed that these were guys who really represented their brands. They were both champions. At the end of this, I didn't walk away saying, man, SmackDown's better than Raw, Raw's champions better than this. I look back as two guys and that it had to take, it had to take interference on Roman's behalf to get the win. So once again, it shows you that no real team won this, okay? If through all of this interference, uh, drew one then it tells you whoa the raw champion is obviously much more important than smackdown champion the smackdown champion won but he had to get some help to do it it'll always be because this was a close match at the end no you just got the feeling if it went another five minutes or if the ref hadn't got bumped that drew was going to take this he was building and building and he was red hot at the end he was ready to destroy roman and then the referee bump happens and in the interference stuff. To me, that's great storytelling because it makes you one. You want to see this again. I want to see these guys fight again. I want to see it so that something happens where we can make sure that some Usos aren't going to interfere. And secondly, it just told me that they're both really super strong dudes on top of their game who I enjoyed the match. It was a little slow at the beginning, yeah. But think about every other match you've ever seen that's turned out to be great. You can't have 25 minutes of guys running at each other like Wahoo and trying to take each other out. You just don't have the energy for that. This built and built and it came to a great thing and it had a moment where it could have went either way and either way was super believable. And I walked out of there thinking, Drew is not the worst for wear for this and I want to see this rematch somewhere down the line. And to me, that's a good match. So right. that for me, it's a strong four. I, I can hear you on that. I totally disagree. I, Not a problem. I, no, for me, it's expectations. You obviously yeah. wanted something that you didn't get from this. Yeah, yeah. I definitely wanted more ferocity, I feel. I feel like, first of all, if Nia Jax could put Lana through a table nine times clean, then I'm expecting Drew McIntyre and Roman to put each other through the table clean on the first try. 
and I'm I'm one of those guys that picked it apart where it was just like, okay, Roman's breaking someone through a barricade again. You know, it's just like mm-hmm. it's just like seeing the same thing over and over again is getting a little bit stale for me. I love the finish with the the, the bro kick that he's going for the spear and the, the ref mm-hmm. bump. I thought that Claymore. was really cool. The Claymore. Um, I thought that was really interesting. Um, but for me, I, I felt like there was a lot of talking, and I I feel like that's what's been happening with Roman matches lately, where there's just a lot of talking, a lot of dead mm-hmm. air, a lot of dead space. I expect that for Roman and Jay, but not for Roman and Drew. For Roman mm-hmm. and Drew, it should be a physical uh, battle with the two top lions of each brand going mm-hmm. head-to-head, and that I did not get. And even if it was a shortened match, you could have shortened mm-hmm. that match by five minutes, and I oh, think yeah. it would be better. Well, uh, maybe that's what it was for me that it was just a little bit too long. Well, I guess maybe sometimes if you take like uh, take a, a harder realistic look at it, and the fact of uh, when you go into UFC, when you go into yep. boxing, the heavyweights, it's a slow plotting match with maybe a knockout. Yeah. And it's the light guys that run around and do all the craziness. Well, we got a bit of craziness, but we had this continue. Each hit, I think, had much more resonance to it because there wasn't a bunch of roll-ups, because there wasn't a bunch of trickery. You know, each time they collided, it meant more and more. And for me, that's why it just had a real heavyweight feel to it. And that's why I enjoyed this match, I think. All right, all right. But Um, one thing I I got to address really quick. Uh, There's been a lot of people who bitch about... um, uh, Roman and remember he used to wear the vest. Yeah, everyone's like the vest. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I would trade that vest back if he got rid of those douchey bag gloves with his little picture of him. Yeah, that doing glove the Superman bad. dance. Oh my lord! Yeah, that glove yeah, is, is bad. just garbage. Yeah, it's garbage. Give it to the Have they changed his music yet? No, same thing. I thought they. Were, I thought they were something about him. They were supposed to change his music or just, something. Yeah, they should have just rebranded the whole thing. It was terrible. Um, let's go with our overalls of the show. Um, for me, overall, and I'm gonna say this, and yeah. maybe I don't mean it right now. Maybe because it's it's really fresh right now. This mm-hmm. was probably the worst Survivor Series I've seen in my lifetime. Um, now, do you do you count in the Undertaker thing as part of your show though? No, no, no. I'm gonna we're gonna talk about that afterwards. Okay, okay, okay. But uh, for me, overall, I gave this a 1.5. I, I was really disappointed in the Survivor Series. The, the Even the Survivor Series matches, what you did to finish that 5-0 for Raw, really? Mm-hmm. And then for the women to have that finish, I yeah. was not feeling it. Survivor Series is one of those Thanksgiving traditions, and this was definitely one of those I would love to forget. Uh, Elio, what was your overall rating of this year's Survivor Series? Okay, so I gave it a 1.6. Okay, and, and what was because it? Because this is... Terrible. The only, the only other thing I really enjoyed was uh, that Undertaker at the end. The Undertaker farewell. Yeah. TJ. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna base my score. I'm not adding all my scores together and blah 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 and mathing it out. I'll just give you my feeling of a score out of you yeah. know of the five. I'm gonna give it a two point five. Okay. Because right in the middle. it wasn't horrible. I can remember watching many Survivor Series where I was almost sleeping watching them. I'm sorry. There's been so many where even the main events were, oh, Randy Orton against so-and-so again, or whatever. I felt the main event kind of saved it. If this main event for me hadn't been as strong as I felt, it would have been just another throwaway crap thing. Um, I I really like the women's thing. I think they did a good thing. If you can make somebody like a a guy like me who's never a Bianca Belair fan go, oh, Oh, okay. 
you know, maybe there's something more than I thought, then you've accomplished something there. Uh, the opening men's match, terrible. Uh, the Sami Zayn thing, terrible. Uh, yeah, I, as I'm talking about it, I want to give it less than 2.5. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to give it a middle of the road 2.5. Uh, okay. For me, the main event did save it. All right. And then, of course, at the end of uh, Survivor Series, we had the Taker farewell moment. Now, you know, after watching it live, I was telling you guys I wanted one more match. Obviously, I realized quickly that that was a bad idea. I did have goosebumps. I did have tears in my eyes. Um, 30 years of Undertaker, you know, it's over. It's one of the saddest moments, I think. For me, especially, this was my almost my entire lifetime. You know, I grew up watching this guy from day one, and to see his career come to an end, um, it's sad, but it's also a good moment. Now, I feel like this good moment was ruined because they released all this stuff about him beforehand, like the uh, the, the broken skull sessions with Stone Cold. The last ride uh, documentary. Yep. Those should have been saved until after this moment, because now I'm just like, I already know a lot about him. I could have found out all this stuff after his career when we finally mm. finalize it. When we put the, yes, I'm gonna say it. When we put the last nail in his coffin, you know, <laughs> it's it's something we could have done. I mm -hmm. did enjoy it, but it was very long. I mean, listen to the group of people that were there. Shane McMahon, Big Show, JBL, Jeff Hardy, Mick Foley, Godfather, The Godwins, Savio Vega. You're welcome, Savio. Rikishi, <laughs> Kevin Nash, Booker T, HBK, Ric Flair, Triple H, Kane, and Vince McMahon. Now, each of these people, except for Vince McMahon, each had their own entrance. <laughs> they stood in the ring. They showed us a terror. I did not like that clip, the video clip. And then they were gone. They were gone. So why did we sit there to watch 15 guys come out to the ring? Mm -hmm. Nobody said anything. Vince McMahon gave off a nice little moment. I like that little speech he made. Undertaker came out. He said, now it's time for the Undertaker to rest in peace so he can live his life. Um like I said, goosebumps. I thought it was amazing. I thought it was very memorable. It's one of those things that we're going to remember for the rest of our lives. I think Undertaker um, should be remembered as one of the greatest, if not the greatest character of all time, and one of the greatest wrestlers of our time, of our generation. Um, Elio, I want to go to you first, and then we'll go to TJ. Uh, yeah, okay. What does this mean to you? This is going to be the second of the two stories I told you about. Okay. So... I was there to when he made his debut at Survivor Series in '90. Wow! And now, I, and now I'm and now I I was there for to see his uh, farewell tonight. So going back to the exact date, this is uh, it was Thursday, November twenty second. So I was, wow. I was at I was at school. I got to school around eight thirty. My friends were standing by the library door. I went to my locker, put everything away. I went back down. And uh, we were, so we were waiting for the library to open. As soon as we went in, every Thursday, uh, we would go get the newspaper in there and there'd be a wrestling column. So I would, we would read through it. The library would photocopy it for us. And we'd take the class with us and we'd read before class started. So uh, they already, uh, I already knew that the Undertaker was going to make his debut at, 
around nine o'clock that morning because the article had had it listed as a rumor that Teddy Biosti would be announcing Meanbar Callus as his mystery partner that night. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That is amazing. That is huge. It, that's like, that's a great story, Elio. And that was you know, before, way before the internet. Yes, before spoiler alerts. Wow, Elio. <laughs> Yeah, that is wow, wow, that's awesome. Pretty cool. That is that is pretty awesome. You remember the newspaper? The name of the newspaper? Yeah, it's it's the Toronto Star, the newspaper we have here. Okay, uh, Toronto Star, go fuck yourself. You spoiled <laughs> it for Elio Canella, thirty years ago. Elio, you know what? We're gonna write this Toronto Star from Wrestling POV Podcast, and we're gonna tell him you messed it up, man. You messed up. He knew it was me, Mark Callis. Yeah, but if he didn't have that that thing, we would have had this great story. That's he, true. It might not have even come up. <laughs> he might have been just some dude he went and saw. And like, did I see that guy? <laughs> That's true. Uh-huh. See, That's two true. shows in a row, two great stories. The first one was one about me dressing up as Undertaker for Halloween. Yes, awesome <laughs> job, uh, TJ. Undertaker's legacy. What about it? Well, you know what? It's pretty awesome that uh, he had such a great career. And I think they gave him a good send-off. It was over the top. It was long. But let's face it, every single Undertaker entrance for every WrestleMania and everything is a good, like, you have enough time to go take a dump, get back, wipe your ass, and and he still hasn't hit the ring. You know, so, you know, uh, I think it's sad, but um, I'm going to be honest, is um, as much as I thought Undertaker was a good wrestler, he was never my favorite. I was, I've never lived or died with The Undertaker. I didn't, uh, he wasn't really that big of a deal in my mind. He, for me, he was like, in my, yeah, he was in traction that, yeah. you know, people enjoyed and, and he just wasn't my personal favorite. I didn't dislike him by any means. Um, if you asked me what I thought was the, my favorite Undertaker match, uh, like, I want to see if you two could guess. Knowing me, what do you guys think was my favorite Undertaker opponent match. Name the opponent, and let's Ooh. see if you guys are even close. Uh, knowing, because mine wouldn't, Logan. mine wouldn't be what you'd naturally think it would be. Obviously, because I tend to find different things and things. Yeah. Um, is it Undertaker Ric Flair? Nope. Nope. No. Elio, mm. think a small guy that nobody thought would win. Because I love that Shawn attraction. Michael. Us. Undertaker Shawn Michaels. No, Jeff Hardy. Undertaker Jeff Ooh, Hardy. When, the ladder when match. Jeff, the ladder match. When, la- when he would not stop coming in, it just built. Actually, the- actually I remember that one uh, the, at the end of Undertaker, like you uh, helped him up and shook his hand. Like, yes. I think for that moment was the one time that I thought that, wow, Undertaker is a super cool dude. Beat yeah. the shit out of this guy, still beat him, but just showed the guy how much he respected him. Um, like I said, I never had any bad things ever to say about The Undertaker. On the second hand, he's never been my favorite main of match on any main of WrestleManias or whatever. There's always something I've liked more. Uh, I've always, you know, I've been always at the time. It's nice to have a character, but uh, when you're throwing lightning bolts and shit like that, yeah, tends to take it down a bit for me. Uh, some of the stories got so crazy, especially in the Attitude Era. Some of the dumbass stuff going on in there was a little much. Uh, which is why I've enjoyed his stuff as, you know, the biker undertaker or mm-hmm. those sort of things. I've enjoyed much more than the dead man garbage. Yeah. So, um, but uh, 
awesome that a dude could go out on the top, still be respected, not be a shell of himself. I mean, how many times have we seen wrestlers who've wrestled five years beyond when they should have wrestled? Yeah. You know, uh, last thing you want to do is watch WrestleMania 41 outcome or 51 and out hobbles the Undertaker in the middle of the card to get Ooh. pinned, you know, by. <laughs> Like Shorty G or something, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> what, I, what I thought was a nice touch tonight was when they had that hologram of Paul Bear. Yeah. I wanted to ask you guys club. about that. What did yes. you guys yeah. think of that? I thought that was um, tremendous. That's what yeah. got me. That's what yeah. broke me. That's what made the tears come down. That's what got me. I was just like, oh yes. They did that exactly. same. They did that same thing. That same sound clip at WrestleMania 20, and uh, for that at that time, no one even knew that Paul Bear was back. They kept him hidden away, so no one even knew he was back. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was a huge moment, um, and it was a uh, pinnacle part of his career was with Paul Bearer, and uh, it was one of those moments where um, it just brought everything together. The yeah, whole swear, character I, came I together when, with Paul Bearer. That's when he came up with Brother Love. I was like, what? "Where's the connection yeah. here?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, but yeah. So let's wrap this up. That was. That moment right there, I would have bumped this show up to like a two and a half or three just because of how great that was. Is that why but you didn't count not, it on this? Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to count that because this was such a terrible pay-per-view. But uh, Undertaker, wow, uh, legendary career. Um, we love you and we hope you enjoy retirement and we hope you keep on keeping on. We want to hear more wrestling stories um, and uh, hopefully you come on our show one day because if you don't, I'm going to hate you. <laughs> uh with that being said i am your host the third wheel rick serrano the third along with the legend Woo. have a good night boys james logan and uh the gentleman elio canella all right elio tell the people what we're gonna see them next all right so fans we will talk to you all on wednesday on uh friday with global all what? right. What happened on Monday with quarantine? So, yeah. You know Tuesday. what, Elio and TJ, you guys just bombed this whole ending. Let me to let me do it the right way. Guys, we're gonna see you on Tuesday on quarantine with holes and finishes. You're gonna see them on Fridays with global. You're gonna see me on Saturdays with wrestling POV. And the next aftermath, we're gonna see you at NXT War Games. All right. We'll see Tell we have so many we'll shows to try to keep track yes. of it all. I know, Elio, but we will see you next week. See you guys. Peace out. Ah.